coming up, Javier Reyes' top five lineups in all of baseball, and then a quick taste and preview of his top five rotations in all of baseball as well. Bringing it all down for you next. You are Locked On Diamondbacks, your daily Arizona Diamondbacks podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day listening to who? The always charismatic host of this podcast, Miller Thomas, I'm a multimedia journalist and I'm a graphic designer. So please go check out my website, MillerThomas24.myportfolio.com. On there, you can see all my latest work from my packages to my articles to my photos and my graphic design. If you want to see more content by me, just follow me on Twitter at CreatorThomas24 for my personal account or just look up Locked On Diamondbacks on both Twitter and Instagram for the podcast handle. And of course, thank you for making Making Lockdown Diamondbacks your first listen every day. I would not be able to do this podcast without you, my loyal listeners, sharing, subscribing, reviewing, doing all that so I could do this podcast for you. Thank you. It's free and available on all platforms, so please continue to tell your friends. But let's jump into those lineup power rankings with Javier Reyes of Lockdown Padres. So who's that number five for you in all of baseball, Javi? Number five for me in all of baseball is the Houston Astros. Um, it would not surprise me. If the Astros ascend on this list, they hit a lot of home runs. They're great at that, um, mm-hmm. but they're 15th in runs scored. And I think that I'm still worried about parts of this team. I'm worried and worried, by the way, relatively in terms of them cracking the top lineup. I'm worried about, you know, it's a rookie. Bottom line, Jeremy Pena. Can he keep up what he's doing? He's been a great, more than great fill-in. He's been an excellent fill-in for losing Carlos Correa, who's still better and he's still Puerto Rican power and all that stuff, right? He's been great, but I am wondering... You know, can Jeremy Pena keep this up for the rest of the way? That's one thing. And then the other thing is Alex Bregman. We've seen that he's a good player, but it's been lowercase g good uh, lately. The fact that he hasn't been the same since the scandal. Does it have to do with the fact that he hasn't, that he struggled with off-speed pitches more? Maybe, maybe not. Uh, So that could be a thing. Bregman's only 28, which I think is kind of surprising. He doesn't feel that young. He feels like he's been Mm -hmm. around the game for a minute, but only 28 years old still. But continue. Yeah. Uh, so Jeremy Pena, still a rookie. Hopefully he doesn't fall into a wall. But even if he does, still a good defensive player. But that's not what we're talking about. Um, and then I think a big fall for the team. Yuli Gurriel hasn't been as good uh, this year. But even still, you've got Altuve. You've got Tucker. You've got Jordan. That immediately, I don't even need to say the rest of the lineup. If they make a trade, maybe, which wouldn't be surprising if they did make a trade then the offense could be improved giantly. And I still think this is one of the best teams in baseball overall, even if their offense isn't always amazing because their pitching is great. And we'll talk about them in a little bit. So, yeah, I like the Astros lineup. It cracks my top five in the American League, but it cracks at number four. So they probably wouldn't mm. be in my top five mm. overall in baseball. Mm. And part of it mm, is because just some of those guys are getting a little bit older and they're having down seasons like the Michael Brantley's of the world. Right. Who's still mm-hmm. a very good hitter, but um, he just, he's, I mean, he's going to be hitting around 290 till the day he dies, but he, he just is slowing down a little bit. Yuli Gurriel is 38 years old. Martin Maldonado's 35. Like they just have a lot of veterans in that lineup. And I still like the team on paper. Like Kyle Tucker, I think is one of the most underrated players in baseball. Jordan mm-hmm. Alvarez is quietly, no one wants to talk about it, but if you look up your favorite stat, WRC plus Jordan Alvarez, best player in baseball, according to WRC yep. plus. He's the real MVP. Don't let those Aaron Judge Yankee fans. Ooh. 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 Don't let them fool oh, you. 
There's the spice, ladies and gentlemen. Use that WRC plus. It's the only time I'm ever going to use in my MVP argument right now. But that's right. <laughs> Take the Astros. Okay, I like the man. lineup. But they, there's a probably a, a couple of teams in the American League, specifically the American League East, that I like more than the Astros line. But overall, on paper, I still think they're pretty good. And if this team still had a Correa and a George Springer, it would be even more insane. But this team, like it, once we get to the postseason, I think the Astros are the kind of team that's built for the postseason. I think they're probably going to be right there in the championship series once again because they've been in the championship series or better every year since 2017. So I think they'll probably be there once again when we get to the playoffs. So I do like the Astros pick, but they probably wouldn't crack my top five but that's okay because it's your list hobby so now who is that number four number four this one was tough but i think that as currently constructed and it's another one of those that could change for the aforementioned thing about the trade i think this team does have a trade to make and will make a trade but i'm going to put no no do we lose him I'm Who's just kidding, going? ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I'm no. still here. <laughs> no, did you really do that to us? I, was, I thought we lost you. You had me, Javi. You had me. I, Woo! You. I hope everybody out there had to check their phone. They slid yeah. the thing down. They wanted to make sure it was still going. All your listeners, go to Lockdown Dying Bass. Go to Lockdown Padres <laughs> on YouTube whenever this episode drops. You got to see what Javi just did to us because I, I was fooled. I, I was ready to check. I was checking the Wi-Fi. I was like, it wasn't me. You have to have a good prank. Good oh, prank. man. Uh, thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank we you. like to have fun over here at the Lockdown Network. It's what we do. The New York yeah. Mets are my number four team. Um, oh. I was tempted to put them at three because, but part of that is a, a classic case of the eye test a little bit taking over where there's so much more fun of an offense because of the walk-offs, because of the big hits. The fact that Pete Alonso has some of the most home runs with runners in scoring position. Uh, like in baseball, like he's been incredible. And then you've got my boy, Francisco Lindor, who's having yeah. a bounce back season. I know his batting average and on base are a little bit low. Um, and his defense has been less than elite as it usually has. But in terms of situational hitting, he's been very good. He's had some big hits for that team. And I think that his batting average is going to tick up. I think he's been a little bit unfortunate in that area. And in general, just because of how young he still is, I'm not buying that this is what he's going to be for a while. I actually think that he's got a lot of improvements. I could see this coming soon where he's a guy that's going to be a little bit more home run dependent and play great defense. Who's not going to be worth the total contract that he's making, but I don't think it's yet. So I'm expecting a big second half from him. And then you've got other great players, Starling Marte quietly, one of the most effective players in baseball since the world ended in 2020. He's been excellent with both the Marlins and the A's and now and who the else? New York Mets. You forgot a team during that mix. Who else has he been great for in the last couple of years, Javi? Yeah, I know. I know. I'm sorry. It was only a half sorry. season. Why I didn't we... want to be mean. I didn't want to be no. mean. Uh, but for your feedbacks as well, Starling Marte, just bad. one of the more most consistent players, a little bit like Michael Brantley, who we talked about mm-hmm. before. I would have loved it the Padres if they had money, if they could have brought him over uh, in the offseason. But Starling yeah. Marte has been great. You got Pete Alonzo, Brandon Nimmo just gets on base. Mark Canna, good, solid hitter that I actually thought would have been great for the Padres as well with their outfield issues. Solid lineup. And then you've got Eduardo Escobar, who another former D-back. I think he could be okay. okay. I think they have a trade to make, though, which is why they're my number four for now. How high will the Dodgers be in Javier Reyes' lineup rankings? I guess you'll just have to listen to find out. But If you're a person that collects sports cards, the best place for collecting sports cards is the new Sports Card Investor app because 
Welcome to the world of sports cards reimagined. The sports card invest strap is the hobby's most powerful resource. Quickly check the value of your favorite cards, find great deals, and profit from the hobby you love. Available completely free in the Google Play and Apple App Stores, the Sports Card Invest Wrap is a must-have for baseball fans. It's completely free. Easily browse over 630,000 cards from every sport with hundreds more added each week. Check the latest values of your favorite cards with 7-day or 30-day charts. Find the best prices and buy directly through the app with our eBay Deals feature. Download the Sports Card Investor app today, available for free in the Google Play and Apple App Stores, or go to sportscardinvestor.com backslash locked on. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think this is going to be a heavy team at the trade deadline, which is going to be expected with Steve Cohen as your owner. It feels like they're probably going to trade a J.D. Davis or maybe a Dominic Smith. I know a team like the Red Sox might be interested in acquiring a first baseman. So we'll see. They're definitely going to be buyers. Maybe they look at the D-backs and they say, hey, Mark the Shark, what are you doing over there? You want to go fishing in New York? I doubt that they want Mark the Shark because of how bad he's been. But I don't mind your (laughs) Mets pick there. Now, they did fall into number four on my National League top five power ranking. So they probably wouldn't crack my top five overall either. And that's just because, not because I don't like this Mets lineup. Like I said, they're, they're the fourth best lineup in the National League. I just feel like it's more of a high floor lineup than a high ceiling kind of a lineup. I don't think the star power is that great outside of like a Lindor and a mm-hmm. Pete Alonso, but it is deep in terms of very good quality major leaguers. There's not really any holes in that lineup. I just don't think there's a ton of star power up and down. Um, so just because of that reason, I have them a little bit lower in my National League power rankings, but I won't disagree that it's a very good lineup from top to bottom, and I'm sure they're going to be coming up in your rotation rankings later. So let's mm-hmm. move on to your lineup rankings, Javi. Who you got next? Number three is the Atlanta Braves. I'm not going to be as funny with my introduction in this one. The Atlanta Braves, a lot of people, and this, it was more last year that I was really like, wow, I can't believe that they're putting this together because they lost a lot of stuff of significance. They had Marcelo Zuna that they lost. They had Ronald Acuna. They had Mike Soroka who got hurt. There was all sorts of things. But in terms of their lineup, like I said, they have Ronald Acuna Jr., still one of the five best players in baseball. Or some people will even take him one, which is totally fine. He's awesome. You replace Freddie Freeman with Matt Olson, who's excellent, excellent player, even if not necessarily the home run guy that a lot of people were probably expecting based on his season last year. I believe he only has oh yeah, 17 home runs right now. So as of late, he's been turning it up a little bit more in the power department, but he yeah. hasn't been that like 50 bomb threat that maybe some people pegged him for. Um, and then you've got Dansby Swanson having a peak contract year moment right now. For those who don't know, Dansby Swanson kind of out of nowhere, 294, 353, 481 splits, and he's got home runs. He's got steals. He's been great for them. Um, and I think it's mostly sort of legit, at least for a little bit, because again, I buy into that. Then you've got Austin Riley, Travis Darnot. Uh, a really good catcher, especially when your all-star catcher is right behind him. So they've got that. And I think Marcelo Zuna, Adam Duvall, Eddie Rosario, and Michael Harris, their rookie, more than going to be good enough. I think Ozuna will get better. And then the last thing is, yes, I know they lost Ozzy Albies, but, and this isn't even, in my opinion, a hot take anymore, but he's super fun to watch. I like him. I still think that maybe he could get better in the future, but probably one of the more overrated players in baseball because of the lack of an on-base percentage. He's been more of a fantasy superstar. 
with the potential for 30-30 and stuff. And I think he gets valued highly because he had that great season in like 2018, 2017. And he was so young that everyone's wait, waiting for him to turn the corner. But he really hasn't over the past few years. But yeah, the Atlanta wow. Braves number three. That might be the hot take of the pod right there. Ozzy <laughs> Albie sucks. Whoa. Jake Cronenworth better. Jake Cronenworth wow, is better. Wow. That's a hot take right there. All right. We got back to back hot takes. I like the Braves pick a lot because when I was doing my top five power rankings in the National League, I originally had them slotted at number four. And then the more I studied and did the research and looked at that lineup, I was like, I got to move them up to number three. And I was yeah. like, nay. I got to move them forget up about them, right? Two. Yeah. I was like, this is the second best lineup, I think, in the National hmm. League because when you just go up and down the lineup, like you said, like their backup catcher was an all star. You got Austin Riley, who didn't make the all star team, who's going to be like top three in MVP voting. Matt Alston has been 90% Freddie Freeman this season. Dansby Swanson's about to get the bag because he's having such a good year. Ronald Acuna is not even really playing like an all star, but we know the kind of talent Ronald Acuna has as well. And then Marcelo Zuna, like he hasn't been that great either this season, but he's at least been able to contribute in the power department with 17 home runs so you just look up and down that lineup like i think it has it's both deep in terms of talent and it has the kind of star power you need and they also got the infusion of young talent too because uh what's his name little michael harris yeah they're a rookie yeah. 21 years old promoted from the double a batting 280 right now with a 800 plus ops he's running away with the rookie of the year as it currently stands so i love the braves pick it's probably the first pick that maybe we select you know might might see eye to eye on because i think this braves lineup is deep and it's nasty so who's up for you next is it number two now yep number two is unfortunately as much as i hate to say it the los angeles dodgers um two? Ooh. I put them number two because I just like to hate um, okay. in a lot of ways. I love hating, but if you put them number one, it's fine. I know that they stumbled a little bit out of the gate. I know that Max Muncy didn't have the greatest you know, first half in the world. But the bottom line is this, is even with all of those things, even with Chris Taylor, who they signed, re-signed in the offseason, even with – Justin Turner, my my the loathsome Justin Turner, him finally looking like the age has caught up to him. Even with Cody Bellinger not looking like he's at all until some serious adjustments are made to his swing, going to reclaim that MVP stature. The fact that for a lot of this season they still had one of the top offenses basically explains it all. Even when they're not firing in all cylinders, they still have the top lineup. In all of Major League Baseball, you could put them number one because their lineup feels a little bit more. I know you will like the 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 variety a little bit more diversity in the type of way that they can hit you whether it be stealing bases with trey turner and cody bellinger too who's quite fast or you have rock'em sock'em freddie freeman and mookie Betts. right they're going to do a little bit of everything for you the fact that it's not just on base and home runs but also some guys that can just get you to hit when you need it and guys who have been there before i totally understand if they're number one but i'm a hater so they're number two No, that's fine. I have them number one in my National League rankings, at least. And there's not much discussion to say on the Dodgers. It's a lineup yeah. full of all-stars and former MVPs. Like that, I think that's enough analysis I need to say as to why I think the Dodgers lineup is that great. Less said about them, the better. Yeah, so we no. could just move on to number one. Let's not waste any more time or breath on the Dodgers. Uh, number one is the New York Yankees. Um, it is extremely new era baseball thinking for me to put the Yankees number one. But I believe it. I know that they're 12th in batting average. And you would immediately say, well, how are they your number one offense? Well, they're second on base, first in runs, first in home runs, and first in slugging percentage. Yeah. I think that with DJ LeMahieu bouncing back, 
I think that with Anthony Rizzo taking advantage of the short porch, Aaron Judge being an MVP, and the fact that Joey Gallo and Aaron Hicks can be like the black sheep of that lineup, and they're still leading in all those categories, and this is a team that we talked about earlier, they could absolutely make big trades. They could trade for Juan Soto. They probably can't trade for Andrew Benatendi anymore just in case they have to play Toronto, but... (laughs) For the most part, I just think that this is another team that has a trade to make. And because of that, and because of the unbelievable home run power they already have, they've had a lot of walk-off hits this year. I think that they're the best lineup in Major League Baseball. It's a little bit of a toss-up between them and the Dodgers, but I just, again, I feel like they have a move to make, and I think they're going to go for a guy that's really going to help their lineup a decent amount. And Matt Carpenter has been the biggest out-of-nowhere overperformer that I've seen in a very long time uh i know that the yankees you know they had mark to share have that one last great season for them but matt carpenter is just on another level right now with the way he's slugging the ball so hey maybe he's their future outfielder maybe they might not even have to trade for one so that's yeah i can't argue with that number one i think the dodgers is a more talented team but the yankees lineup mm-hmm. has performed the best i think in baseball this season like you said they got three dudes over 20 home runs four dudes with over an 800 ops and one guy who you didn't bring up who's quietly having a bounce back season as well maybe you did bring him up but i didn't listen is Glaber Torres. Like, we know this is a guy who's been a lot of trade rumors the last couple of years, a guy who came out at the gates those first couple of years in baseball really hot, looked like a, a shortstop of the future for the Yankees team, 30-plus home runs, and then kind of struggled those next couple of years after that. But this season, like, he's had a nice little bounce back for the Yankees, around a 270 average, around 800 OPS. will probably finish with 20 to 25 home runs. Like, if Glaber Torres can get back to being – the good Glaber Torres with that confidence, that just increases mm-hmm. the Yankees ceiling and lineup so much more. And uh, Matt Carpenter, I mean, he needs to go get drug tested or something because what he's doing right now, <laughs> it's not right. I don't know. He's played. Uh, let me see. I have the games here. He's played 31 games. He has 13 home runs already. 350 average and a 1380 OPS in that time at the time of we're recording this, which is probably like a week before uh, the time of the posting of this actual podcast. So Matt Carpenter, I don't think has been fair for the Yankees this year. And I don't disagree with you at all that that should be number one in your line of power rankings. But let's move quickly here. and Let's try to mm-hmm. see if we can round this out at a solid hour for you, Javi, because you've been a warrior today. You've been great for this podcast, doing ex- exactly what we need from you. So let's get into your rotation rankings. Top five in baseball. Do you have any honorable mentions to start? My honorable mention is the Miami Marlins. They okay, have like probably the favorite for the Cy Young right now. For right now, with the probably. innings, which I do think is a stat, not even a stat, just a basic thing that the nerds have convinced you doesn't matter for some reason, innings pitched. I think it absolutely d- does still matter. Not every team can count on their relievers the same way. It's nice to have a guy that can eat up innings. He's been great as much as Joe Musgrove has been fantastic. I love him. Pablo Lopez, very, very, very effective. But – the big thing with them, and they've got some prospects. Max Meyer just got called up. But for me, I think that they were they they got a little bit unlucky here. I liked what I saw from Jesus Lazardo. I thought that was a really if they had the trade Starling Marte, your boy, I thought that was a good pickup for them. But he got hurt. And then Trevor Rogers has really regressed and let them down. Um, the fastball not working the same. Maybe this is just classic sophomore slump, but it's because of that that I just can't put them in the top five. As much as I would like to, I really would. I'd like to, but their overall numbers, despite Sandy and despite Pablo, not picking up enough. And Rodgers and the injury to Lazaro, a big part of that. 
Yeah, and the Marlins, they get back Lazardo and a starting Marte trade, and Lazardo looks like he could be a piece of the future. The D-backs, when they trade starting Marte, they get back Caleb Smith, who just looks like he shouldn't be in Major League Baseball. Um, So that, <laughs> that's what the D-backs are doing with their front office and their moves when they trade away All-Star. So I, I, I'm just not a fan of that trade at all. But I do like the Marlins as an honorable mention. I think they, I think I have them as an honorable mention, too, in my top five. And now rotation power rankings. Like you said, Sandy, how did you feel about Sandy not starting the All-Star game? I felt like, listen, Kershaw, great season, great career. I thought it was borderline disrespectful. I care about the innings pitch. He's literally face double the innings pitch, double the batter's face of Clayton Kershaw while having better numbers across the board. If I'm doing double the work and I'm getting better results, like how are you not starting the All-Star game? I don't care what hometown I'm in. I wanted him to get rocked so bad, but he didn't. It said it was Gonsolin, which I'll settle for as 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 a consolation prize. I got no hate against Kershaw himself. Mm-hmm. Sandy has been better. I will say at least that there's a little bit of justification. He does have the name value and he has been good and he's, he's been, been good. To, he's had two it. times that he's been close to a perfect game. So at least this isn't a uh no offense to Adam Wayne, right? But they put him because you know what I mean? Like at least it was a situation where it's like Yeah, exactly. Like at least Kershaw has been really effective. And again, I know Padres fans go ahead and leave me angry comments that I'm Dodger loving. Sorry that I like to be objective every now and then. But uh at least that's what I'm gonna say. At least it wasn't the most outrageous one we've seen. Trust me. They could have put in, hey, for instance, I love him, but Joe Musgrove, that one would have been a little bit all right. I mean, you're not a Hall of Fame pitcher and whatnot. And if they put in Castillo or they put in, say, you know, someone, yeah, Luis Castillo, right? Or Carlos Rodon, like those guys have been good. Don't get me wrong, but the name value plus he's been pretty good and he's a Hall of Famer. I know he's in Dodger Stadium. That was probably Mm -hmm. the main reason. It was in LA. So he had to start (laughs) that game probably. That's it for this edition of the Lockdown Dimebacks podcast. Come back tomorrow for more Dimebacks news coverage and insight. It's the finale with Javier Reyes. Top five rotations in all of baseball. Shout out to him and Salt Baseball for breaking it, not breaking it, holding it down for me this week because without them, I wouldn't have all these pre-recorded podcasts for you guys. So shout out those two for really stepping up for me this week while I'm on vacation. We'll be back to our our normally scheduled podcast next week, doing them live, doing the post-game reactions, reacting to the live news, breaking news, whatever it is we got the trade line coming up pretty soon so we'll talk about that of course as well thank you for making lockdown diamondbacks your first listen every day i would not be able to do this podcast without you thank you go make your second listen of the day lockdown and we'll be with my pal sully baseball go catch up on any pods you might have missed this week and as always stay safe stay healthy deuces